This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. 12:26 on a beautiful Mother's Day Sunday here in the Fair Commonwealth and all throughout WEI Nation, New England sports fandom. We talked a lot of Celtics. We're talking some New England Patriots now. We got a full schedule released this week, and we've got lots of varying opinions on where things are going and what it's all about. Uh, Andy, so... I saw you posted the Sunday 7, as always, seven things Pats fans need to know and want to talk about going on. A lot of discussions of the quarterbacks, and this Mm. will be the summer of the quarterback as well. Uh, But before we get into some of your nuggets as well, uh, uh, some of the people that made it into uh, rookie minicamp tryouts this weekend, including uh, a legacy player and uh, a lacrosse player, no less. Now that you've had a couple days to ruminate on, uh, let the... Patriots upcoming schedule sit with you do you feel any better or worse about their chances of winning football games and making it to the playoffs this fall worse perfect all right folks that'll do for the show today we will talk to you the next time we do a podcast which will be tomorrow don't ever ask you know like a lawyer says don't ever ask a question you don't already know the answer to I know Um, and you always say the truth isn't mean it's just the truth and I ask because I was sure I'm curious if your opinion has changed, but I've scoured the webs for a while. I'm trying to remain, as I usually do, mostly Pat's positive. i got to tell you, there is not a lot of hope amongst the Foxborough faithful right now, or so it seems, for a season where 10, 11, 12 wins can be had. Not I, a lot of hope. I think our initial group reaction on the Rich Keefe uh, show draft party, uh, excuse me, schedule release party the yeah. other night, I even think is a bigger deal now, and it's that first four-game stretch is really difficult and you can't have an extension of the preseason in September and that first day of October against the Eagles, Dolphins, Jets, Cowboys, or you could be looking up at 0-4. And you know the one thing I feel really good about is the C word this season for the Celtics. I mean, for the Patriots. Competitive. I think they're going to have a really competitive roster, a really competitive training camp, a really competitive team. But all that competition involves change and youth and we're not sure exactly how the roles are going to play out and you come right out of the gates against the philadelphia eagles the defending nfc champions that are still loaded on paper have changed some things up but are still built around their offense and jalen hurts and uh, aj brown and Devonte smith and then the pass rush like they probably know who they're going to be this year the patriots don't and so, therefore, I, I think that first four-game stretch, you know, if you want to have a good season, you probably have to split it, right? 0-4 oh, or 1-3. Oh, only th- shot they have to yeah. the Patriots uh, taking a, a kick at the can of the postseason or a sniff of the playoffs would be splitting. You, you can't go 1-3 and three or 0-4 oh, and, and then be like, Correct. all right, meaningful January football, here we come. Correct. And I just think that's a tall task to ask of 
Mac Jones and the rebirthed offense under Bill O'Brien and even a defense that is going to have some change, is going to have some youth, still has the coaching, still has many of the veteran players. I just think they really need to be good right out the gates, and I don't know how feel like how good I feel about that happening. Yeah, it's a it's a brutal start. I mean, you open against the Eagles, you're defending NFC champion, showing up for Tom Brady Day, and so all the joy of you know, the, like I was mentioning before, like the Brady jerseys, will, and this is part of why they got back in bed together. And there's been this reunion. Obviously, Brady was going to come back for his tributes, but you know, the Brady brand apparel is available at the pro shop. The twelve jerseys are selling like hotcakes once again. For all we know, it's going to be a top ten jersey seller, even though he's retired this year because Pat's fans are so excited. They're chanting Brady, Brady, and there's a chance the Patriots, you know, could be in a dogfight if not down twenty four ten at the half because the Eagles are loaded. This team is really good. It's actually got they they lost a lot of players in free agency and they've gotten better. And then the next week you got to take on the turbocharged Dolphins. And by the way, Tua, if he's still healthy enough and able to start at quarterback, brings in that high flying offense and new. The best hope you have is Isaiah Wynn starting at tackle, maybe because <laughs> Tua has never lost to Bill Belichick. Then you got to go on the road and you got to visit the darkness. You got to go down to North Jersey and face Donnie Darko himself. Aaron Rodgers and the retooled Jets. Then you go on the road and go to Dallas. I know it's Mike McCarthy and the Patriots have had luck when they've gone down to Jerry World before, but you got to take on a Dallas Cowboys team that has every right to believe that they'll have something to say when the postseason gets underway in January of 2024 in the NFC. Like that is a rough start. Now you can take the, the Patriots will be battle tested if they can make it through that two and two. <laughs> then they're going to be ready to make a run, and everyone's going to be fired up in Foxborough. Or you can look at it like, all right, we're on to 2024. I I prefer personally the former to the latter, but I can understand why people are kind of anxious about this season. The former, the latter? Huh. Yep. Interesting phrase. Um, yeah, I, uh, I, I just, I'm not optimistic. The Patriots, even when they've been great under Belichick and Brady, have struggled in the extension of the preseason that is September because you also have the issue here, and I talked about maybe the advantage the Patriots could have being an unknown, the one that, like, offensively, you're not sure exactly what they're going to be under Bill O'Brien as he melds together the old Patriots and his ways and everything that's come about modern football and RPOs and Alabama. But we know that the strength of the Patriots under Belichick is when Belichick has tape, has a game plan, he's still a very good week-to-week coach, and you don't have a lot of that. The Eagles will probably have something up their sleeve. The Dolphins certainly will have something up their sleeve. The Jets are going to be new with Aaron Rodgers So and Mike McCarthy taking back over in Dallas. I just think there's a lot of reasons that even if this is a competitive team, even if this is a team that's going to be better as the season wears on, that early stretch... That early stretch would challenge a lot of teams, not just one that has so many questions to answer. You know, it's also interesting not to go deep into the schedule, but just looking at it, outside of the first two weeks and the two weeks after that, they don't have two consecutive home games or two consecutive road games until Christmas Eve. So that's a lot of traveling. Yeah, that's a lot. You know what, Joe? That's a very good point. The air miles, which always factor into the equation and usually most often plague the coastal teams. Factors right into the equation as well. It's back and forth. It's back and forth. It's Excuses back and forth. begin. Are you telling us that we're now already making excuses? Sounded like it. Page? 
Nope. Sounded He's like you're saying it's excuses. an interesting nugget. I excuses found that to be... are reasons given by losers. You gonna take that, Joe? I was just pointing out a fact. Andy. Thank you. Is it a fun fact or a loser fact? That's a statistic. It's a statistical, <laughs> Andy. How dare you? Analytics and stats are for losers. Oh boy. Alt.geek you. Man, you are just absolutely squandering all the amnesty and positivity we built up in the first couple hours whenever we talk football here on the radio. Look, I I gave the Patriots when we went through and broke it down. I gave the Patriots ten and seven. You said seven and ten. I think Keith came up with six and eleven or seven and ten himself as well. There's a lot of people that are just saying, Oh, oh and four right out of the gates. And if you look at it, Eagles, Dolphins, Jets, Cowboys, tough start. Then they're home against the Saints. I'm not even going to give that like an automatic dub. I can't the only game I can't even like give the Commanders game on November 5th cuz then they go Saints, then they go on the road to the Raiders, then back home for the Bills. That's going to be a tough one. Then on the road 2 days before Halloween. Uh a late October affair this year in Miami as well. So the Dolphins games will be done and out of the way before trick or treat. Then the Commanders. Then they travel to Germany. The game I feel best about, I can't believe the game I feel best about on the calendar for the Patriots this season isn't even being played in this country. Yeah, and be careful. If Anthony Richardson's in that game, it becomes a wild, wild affair. A wild well, that's when I feel better about that's when I feel better about the Patriots against rookie coaches and rookie quarterbacks with Bill Belichick's track record. I what about the Patriots I, against if athletic the, if, quarterbacks? Okay, all right, well. There's also that point I, counterpoint. Ah, uh, that's tet sort of what this show. That's the subtext of this program is point counterpoint. Mine usually happens to be a positive point. Yours usually negative or contrarian. Or uh, then they go to the Giants on the 26th after their bye. The bye is at least well timed. You get a little more than halfway through the season. You come back from Germany. So they're going to uh, win the bye. You got a W for that. Is that how you got so many huge, wins? massive dub? Uh, the the bye is a huge win for everybody. Chance to ice up, son. See the family. And then get ready for a stretch that includes a trip to the Meadowlands to play old pal Brian Dayball. And the Giants don't love their Patriots record against teams that they have, uh, teams that they face, rather, that feature a former Belichick coaching tree piece. Then they are home against the Chargers. I actually feel pretty good about that one. December, Herbert, Brandon Staley. All right. Tough stretch. Here we go. Here's that second real gauntlet, Andy. Mm Mm-hmm. Thursday nighter in Pittsburgh, so you're going to have cold weather. The holiday season is upon us. Short turnaround against a Steelers team that, kind of like yourself, is on the rebuild in the men. They, too, will be competitive, likely, and competent. They always are. Mike Tomlin still doesn't have a losing record as a head coach in the NFL. Then you come home uh, a week before Christmas. You get a week and a half to recover from that one. You get a Sunday nighter against the Chefs. We'll see if that one is still in primetime. Christmas Eve Sunday night football all the way out in Denver, a mile high, where they're typically terrible. New Year's Eve, you're in Buffalo for a 1 o'clock affair. And then uh, TBD, what time they actually play the Jets at home, January 7th, 2020. That that right there. Three primetimes in a row. Three yeah. primetime games. I right, bet as they of don't. now, but that's the super flex window, Joe, because they could potentially be flexed out of or into – they could be flexed into more games like the the Pats Bills, or they could have one or several of those flexed out depending on their record or what games would make for better primetime affairs. So I, let me ask you a question about that. So generally you speaking... Know, why not? I'll be here for the answer. They want You won't have a good one because I've done this show before. Uh, the, well, you're not they, have a good question. Then. 
you know, like the general presumption assumption is they try to put good competitive games in prime time that will draw to their TV partners. Those are valuable commodities. We're trying to do you a solid. We'll try to get you the best game we can within reason. But because that Sunday night affair on Christmas Eve, which I am trying to speak into reality of being flexed out of that spot because I don't really want to do a Six Rings post game show on Christmas Eve at like midnight. But anyway, is there a chance that even if the Broncos and Patriots are not great, maybe they're just middling teams, is there a chance that one actually stays just because of sort of that holiday theory? It doesn't really matter what game we're going to put on. It's going to do the same rating because Mm -hmm. it is a holiday. It'll be on the background of Christmas Eve parties, whatever. Or do you think they would treat it normal Christmas Eve and whatever the best game at that point that they could flex in to get this mediocre game out, would, would they treat it that way? I see. I think they'll end up treating it that whether the Patriots are undefeated competing for the playoffs or an absolute trash fire at that point, I I, I just can't imagine Patriots Broncos, which I'll be interested to see. And I'm with you. I definitely don't want to be kicking off a postgame show 10 minutes before midnight, wondering what I'm going to see first. The end of the program, uh, a stack full of callers or Santa Claus's sleigh. I, 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 I just can't imagine right now, you know, over half a year out that Pat's Broncos is going to be so pivotal that it's going to hold down the Sunday night football slot on Christmas Eve. I've, something else is going to get flexed into that one. So if any game, I would predict that maybe that is one that gets flexed out. Also wanted to um, correct something you said earlier. Um, oh, please. Flex scheduling for Sunday night football is actually starts in week five. You can um, flex out in, starting in week five. Oh, my God. Yes. There's even more chaos. I apologize. And then and it through the end of the season for Sunday night football and then Monday night football joins the fun uh for weeks 13 to 17 and then yes. week 18 is a total they make it up as they Who go knows? along that, they're going to be complete jazz <laughs> it, by the way why don't we know as of right now uh we'll grab a quick call in just a second here as we uh continue on with our six rings power hour on the 15 heart program on WEI uh, why don't we know, like, they announced the schedule, the starting times, Sunday Night Footballs, the primetime affairs, where we're going, what time we're watching it, all that jazz. And yet, for some reason, we don't have a time on the preseason game yet. Um, we just finally learned it's August 10th. So the one home preseason game, kicking off the preseason, August 10th, will be Pats-Texans. Then they go on the road for two preseason affairs. And one of the, actually, both of them are going to be joint practices. Yep. So they're going to go on the road. To the Packers on the road to Tennessee, old pal Vrabes and the Titans, and those will be joint practices followed by preseason football games, and then they kick off the regular season September 10th. Why don't we have a time for the kick, uh, first preseason game? I don't have an answer for that. All know. right, is it, is it a WBZ thing? I don't know. Maybe Probably. it's an NFL Network thing. Yeah, could be. I, my guess is it's media partner related. Probably so, and it's not. It's not really that important. It just. I know. Why Just are you fixating a, 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 on that? If it starts at 7 or 8 or 7.30 or 8.10, well, you're going to have to watch it. Yeah, I know. And then we're going to have to stay up late and do a podcast about it and then talk about it the next day as well. Because and I that's want how to. we do. I and want to because I love football. The exclusive rights holders for Patriots Mondays and Patriots Friday. Don't miss a minute here with our exclusive coverage at WEI, WEI.com, and the Six Rings and Football Things podcast. All right, Stephen Fall River, you got something you want to talk about Patriots related. It's been a while. What do you Uh-oh. got? How are you guys? Let me uh, get to a better area. It's a little busy here at the house today. I want to use the letter I, and I'll come back to what that means in a second. But I'm looking at the state of New England sports. Do you realize there was a national radio 
program on till 10 o'clock on both stations. We're being sent to Europe to play a game. Isn't that Jacksonville's charge? Isn't that Detroit? Isn't that Charlotte? Aren't these, aren't, don't drag teams get sent to Europe? The Super Bowl champions are playing in Europe. Yeah, the Chiefs are playing over there this year. It's a well, different so. world. It's not the same era, Steve. This is modern. We're trying to make right, money. We're God, trying to expand right, globally. All right, God bless, God bless them. Good, good for them. We know we're in the bottom of the division. All right, yep. What's the I stand for? In a room. Who did... Who did who who did who was uh, Bill O'Brien's first job? Who did he succeed in his first job, Andy? McDaniels. Remember, I already know the answer. In his first head coaching job. Wait, his first head coaching job at Penn State, Joe Paterno. Okay, can you see interim coach O'Brien this season? I can't. Somewhere around week ten. No, I can't. This team could be okay. Well, wow, you heard of me. I'm going remi- hey. to remind you of. I'm going to remind you of one other thing. When Ryan Tannehill gets cut from the Tennessee Titans, he's one room, he's one class closer to starting for Young England Patriots at some point in his career. That's where we're headed. We're going to get a Ryan Tannehill after Mac Jones, or Mac Jones is hurt. That's the that's the bubble we're on. One other thing: if the if the Celtics lose today, the most intriguing team this year and going forward is your Boston Red Sox. I'll let you ruminate on that. All yeah. right, Steve. Thank you, Steve. You Have a nice Mother's Day. Appreciate the call. Hey, listen, Andy, he kept I at his point. idiot. <laughs> <laughs> come on. Sorry, Steve. I love you. I'm just kidding. Yeah, come just on. Just kidding. I is, for, uh, I is for impatient with you wanting him to, to get to his point, which I think he did, actually. Interim. Bill no Belichick getting no bumped chance. from his spot mid to late season and Bill O'Brien taking over. Yeah. And Ryan Tannehill as the next uh, Patriots quarterback. I think I mean, there's a better chance of that happening than Bill Belichick, barring a health issue, barring mm-hmm. a due to unforeseen health issue, blah, blah, blah. That could happen. But Bill is not losing his job midseason, in my opinion, uh, in a normal. Now, Ryan Tannehill, if he's cut and you're looking for a quarterback, I, I definitely don't. Um, eliminate him from a possible Patriot. I mean, if this goes sideways with Mac and you don't have a quarterback, Ryan Tannehill could be an option. You are in that world. Here's my favorite text of the day. It was my Aunt Patty saying on Mother's Day she was listening to the show to get ready for Game 7. It's now been replaced by Christian Foria, who just texted both you and I on our private lines to ask, (laughs) who the F is this caller? (laughs) Yep, he didn't care for the word ruminate. I is for the middle of ruminate. (laughs) I is for incredible, which is what the idea of suggesting Bill Belichick would lose his job midseason would be. Uh, Come on now. I mean, all right, Andy, I'll ask this. If by some horrible set of circumstances the Patriots are 0-9, no way. No, it's not happening. First of all, they're not going to be 0-9. I'm as negative as anybody, and I got seven wins. I'm playing the hypotheticals. It's the H word. I'm the one who said they're going to finish 10-7 and and make the wild card. Yeah, that won't happen either, but they're not going to be 0-9. Nine? Nine? He made it through the dysfunction of last year. We've said they're going to be more competent, right? There's going to be a more professional environment. I just, again, unless it's a health issue, which Mm -hmm. also I believe sometimes teams use health issues as covers for other stuff mm-hmm. but unless it's a health issue bill belichick is not going to be removed from his position midseason. ain't Un- happening steve unbelievable my goodness gracious and i thought it was bad enough with people saying six and eleven would be an optimistic outlook on the schedule who said the that season. jones no was people jones? did jones give him even six wins 
Probably not. He's very Probably negative, not. you know. <laughs> I, oh, so I've been told, Andy. So I've been told. 617-779-7937. If you would like to call up with your I word, your Patriots season prediction. Of course, we're talking Tom Brady and his reunion with the Patriots and so much more. When we come back, we will cover all the rest of the Pat's Paris, if you will. The news items and nuggets that fill up Andy's Sunday 7, which you can read at WEI.com. This is the Fitzy and Heart Radio Show on Mother's Day here at WEI. <laughs> 